Hi, welcome back to Unsolved South. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm Maddie. Hopefully, y'all noticed that we were forced to take a couple of weeks off. Life just kind of got in the way, but we're back, and I, for one, have missed everybody. I missed y'all, too. Maddie, do you have anything? Uh, Do you have anything to add before we get started? No, let's just go ahead and jump in. these tragic tales? Let's just go ahead and jump in. All right. All right, I'm ready when you're ready. I'm ready. All right, so what had happened was... We're going to go back to July 22nd, 1993 in Dillon, South Carolina. Dillon was a pretty small town with a population of just over 7,000, which that's bigger than where we had come from, but it's still pretty small. When I was in college, I used to hang out in Dillon um, with some of my friends, and um they would do this thing where like all the teenagers in town would get in their cars and they would drive in a big circle around the town oh and it would be like bumper to bumper vehicles and then when you would stop for traffic people would like jump out of this car and run to that car and you'd like visit with your friends and all of that (laughs) it was uh pretty neat that is neat (laughs) it used to have a name but I can't remember what it's called now. But that was back in the day, so. <laughs> that was wild. Okay. <laughs> anyway, back to July 22nd, 1993. When cute little 10-year-old Shakima Cabbage Stock was seen getting into a car at a local grocery store. It would be the last time she would ever be seen. The stories differ a little in that On NamUs, it says that she got into a car with an unidentified man, but a lot of the other sources say she got into the car with her mother's boyfriend or husband. Um, And I say that because in a lot of the news sources, they say her mother's live-in boyfriend, but um, later her mother has the same last name as him. Oh, And um, he's referred to as her husband. So I don't know if at some point they got married during this. But I think at the time he was probably her live-in boyfriend. His name is Sam Harmon. Sam says he did take her and her brother to the grocery store. But that he just left them there. Left them there? Yes. And I, I couldn't find any information on how old the brother was. Um, So, I guess it's possible that he was maybe an older brother. I still don't understand, like, this is the worst cover story ever. Like, who's like, well, I took them, but then I just abandoned them at the grocery store. Yeah, like, this does not cover your tracks very well at all, sir. Exactly. But people did say that they saw her get into his car at the grocery store. There were witnesses that say that. Um, I couldn't find either what the brother had said because I felt like that would be useful information if he was like no Sam's lying we did get back in the car with him or if he's like yes Sam ditched us at the grocery store that would have been helpful information but I could not find anywhere what the brother had said happened huh that's strange It, it was pretty frustrating it was pretty frustrating because there was some it, it was like every source had 
pieces missing. It was frustrating. This was a frustrating story. Okay, I don't want to sound like I'm blaming the victim's family or judging, but off the information that I uncovered in my research, I feel confident in saying that Shikima was in a bad situation. In 1992, she had accused Sam of sexually abusing her. And the Department of Children and Family Services investigated, but it never went any further than that. They believed that there wasn't enough evidence and that Shakima's story was inconsistent. Mm. Now, could she have made it up because she didn't like Sam and he was living with the mom? Yes, that is possible. But it's also possible that she was a 9 or a 10-year-old kid and she was going through something really traumatic and that it was embarrassing for her to talk about and that parts of it she blocked out. Or, I mean, it's possible that her story changed because she was a child going through this. Yeah. In any case, they felt like there wasn't enough evidence, and so they never pursued any charges. Now, according to her grandmother, Shakima was last seen in the yard. She was there, and then she was gone, according to the grandmother. What? How? This is like two completely different stories. Exactly. So, and he says he took them to the store. So, did... He picked her up out of the yard, not tell the grandmother, and take her to the store? Did he run into them at the store and, you know, be like, oh, let's shop together, and then that's why he left them? We don't know. Shakima's mother, Shirley, called the grandmother the following day and asked if Shakima had spent the night with her. Why did it take her so long? And this is a 10-year-old. So, the mother, the following day, is like, yeah, let me call my mama and see if that's where Shakima is. Yeah, that doesn't add up. It's, I mean, at very least, she wasn't being supervised. Mm-mm. I'll just leave it at that. So, after the grandmother is like, oh, no, she's not here. I thought she was with you. Then Shirley reported her missing. The grandmother said that later she had asked Sam where Shakima was and that he would he replied and I quote I ain't hurt Shakima I love her just like Shirley what the grandma said that that statement never answered her question but if I don't know like I tend to believe like you ever ask a kid a question yeah. And they're like, I ain't eat that cookie. Yeah. And you didn't ask anything about a cookie. And so you're like, okay, well, that was a strange way to answer that question if you didn't eat a cookie. It, it was kind of like that. Like, she didn't say she accused him of hurting Shakima. She just said, where is she? Yeah. And he had said he was the last one to see her. So, you know, I mean, his answer could have been, oh, I left her at the store with her brother. But that isn't what he said. So, um, in my mind, that's suspicious. It is very suspicious. Like I said before, I see suspicion places. Could be me. 
So once she was reported missing, the police searched the wooded areas around her house and around the store. And they she lived fairly close to the store within a, a block or two. Um, they called in a helicopter to join in the search. And the state um, police came in and they also helped in the search. They did not find any evidence or any clues as to where she was. They found nothing. However, 12 years later, in August of 2005, all of a sudden, Sam was arrested and charged with murder, two counts of kidnapping, and criminal sexual conduct against a minor. What? Her or a different minor? No, it was her. And I could not find one thing that explained why all of a sudden he got charged. I couldn't find where they had come up with any new evidence. Nothing. Just all of a sudden, 12 years later, he got charged. Oh, my God. Now, he goes to trial in 2008. But they... Mm -hmm. They dropped the um, sexual conduct with a minor charge when he went to... Hmm. Was there a reason? No, no. not of evidence or... Uh, that's my assumption is that they were um, trying to plead it down a little bit to get him to give information or something. But it's literally an assumption. There was so little information there were a lot of stories but none of them had a lot of information it, it was super frustrating Shakima's uncle testified that Sam had talked to him about how he would dispose of a body just a few weeks before her disappearance and the state what? said, even though they dropped the sexual conduct charge, the state said that they believed the sexual abuse allegations that she had brought about him, uh, brought on him the year before she went missing mm-hmm. was his motive to get rid of her. <sighs> that doesn't make sense to me because they weren't bringing charges. I mean, they had already said that the... There wasn't enough evidence. They had already said she had changed her story, and they weren't bringing charges. So I don't know that that made a lot of sense unless something else happened. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense as motive to get rid of her when you're already not going to face charges. Yeah. It just, I mean, and you have to know that you're going to be the prime suspect. You were the last one that saw her. So you have, do another crime... Right, so you commit another crime to get off of a crime that you weren't going to be convicted for? I don't know if that makes sense. As a motive. Now, I'm not saying I think he's innocent. I'm just saying that doesn't make sense as a motive. Um, For the record, Sam did say he was innocent the entire time. He never wavered on that from the day she went missing He said he had nothing to do with it. He was completely innocent. And he maintained that the entire time. He did not at any point say, well, I might have done something. So, just for the record, I'm going to throw that out there. Now, on Saturday, October 11th, 2008, 
the jury comes back and they find Sam not guilty of killing Shakira. What? But they do find him guilty of kidnapping her. What? He is sentenced to 12 years in prison, but he's given credit for the three years he's already served. And that made him eligible for parole in the year 2009. If he was not able to make parole in 2009, he would have been released three years after that, regardless. Hmm. The Dillon police chief said that the case was closed for now since their only suspect had, quote, gotten off. Shakima is an African, African-American female. She has black hair, brown eyes. She has moles near the corner of her mouth and below her neck. At the time of her disappearance in 1993, she had a double tooth on the upper side of her mouth. If you have any information on this case, please contact the Dillon Police Department at 843-841-3707. That information will be in the um, the show notes. So, and a little, a picture of her. She's a really cute kid. It's extremely sad. But do you have any thoughts? That's awful. And there's not, like, there's no more information. And did the mother ever, like, keep looking? Or did the heart only thing was to call the grandma the day after and be like, hey, where's she at? Well, the mother, the mother did testify in court. And it seems like she testified against Mm -hmm. Sam. But um, I didn't want to give away that part of the story earlier. But in the earlier newspaper articles um, and interviews, she is named as he is named as her live-in boyfriend. But in the court documents, when she mm-hmm. testified, she's listed with his last name. So it it feels like at some point after Shakima went missing, she married him. So she didn't have to testify. And then I him. don't know if she changed her mind, but she did testify against him. But she didn't say anything. She just said what happened. You know that she had called the mom and been like, "Is she there?" She didn't say, you know, yeah, he told me that he was going to get rid of her. Anything that was very damning. Yeah. But she did technically testify against him, yes. Mm. My thing is that I don't know how they've never found anything. Not a single thing, not a shoe, not a nothing. Nothing. And there was no cameras or anything? That's been a long time. At the grocery store? It was 93... It was 93, and, um, I mean, cameras were definitely a thing, but they weren't high quality by any means, but they weren't everywhere. They were really just more in high crime areas or, you know, places where, I guess, that got broken into a lot or that, you know, may need them like a bank. They weren't widespread like they are now. Gotcha. So, 93 was the year before I graduated high school, to put that in perspective. That's been a minute. Yeah. So, no, there's um, Hmm. no 
I mean, there were witnesses, like I said, that said she had gotten into the car with Sam and left. But other than that, nobody saw her since. Huh. Okay, so I do have another story. Okay. If you're done discussing that one, unless you've got a theory or anything. Mm-mm, let's go ahead to the next one. Alrighty. So, the next story has a little bit of a twist. Ooh, I love twists. Um, it's one of those stories... Yeah, it's one of those stories that has zero information. But also, it has like a decent amount of information at the same time. And you'll see what I mean in a minute. I was researching another case and um, of a missing person in South Carolina. And people were making comments about people that had gone missing and that it didn't seem like anybody was looking for them. And somebody mentioned this woman's name and that she was missing and that nobody was looking for her. And I just, you know, I jot it down whenever I see something of interest like that. And I'm like, I'll come back to it, right? Yeah. So I have a whole list of, you know, names and stories and stuff that I'm like, I'm going to come back and look into that further and see if it'll make a good story. And, you know, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Yeah. I wrote her name down and I didn't even think about it. But her name is Sherry Ann Jones. That sounds familiar. I didn't think about how common that name would be. Yeah. So Sherry Ann is a super common combination. And Jones is literally one of the most common last names names in the U.S. So when I start searching on it, I'm not finding anything. I'm not fine. I mean, I'm finding plenty of Sherry Ann Joneses. Yeah. But I'm not finding any information on her, on her going missing, nothing. So um, I keep researching and I finally get a break and I find her maiden name. And I'm like, yes. Then I look at it and her maiden name is Smith. Oh, great. And so I'm like, that literally made it worse. Yeah. Because Smith is, in fact, the number one most popular name in the U.S. So, needless to say, researching this was extremely hard. Yeah. Here is the information from NamUs. Sherry Ann Jones, maiden name Smith. Her last date of contact being September 1st, 1972. She's a white female. She was 24 years old at the time of her disappearance. Black hair, brown eyes, and she went missing from Greer, South Carolina. She was 5'3", 115 pounds at the time of her disappearance, and that is it. There are no circumstances. There is no distinguishing characteristics, no car to look out for, no description of clothing that's it hmm so i probably would have just quietly removed it from my list and just went about my business but i ran across a post on web sleuth Mm -hmm. from her daughter what really and her daughter was two yes Her daughter was two when Sherry went missing. She wasn't quite two, even, when Sherry went missing. And so she doesn't remember anything about her mother. She doesn't remember what she looked like. Yeah. 
she does not have any memories about her mother at all. So the only information that she has is stuff that she's gathered on her own mm-hmm. or stuff that she's been told by people that were involved. She doesn't even have a picture of her mother. Nobody has a picture. How does nobody have a picture? I mean, and let that sink in for a second. You know, your mother goes missing. You don't even know what she looks like. You have no memories of her. All you have is a description that other people gave you. Yeah. You've never even seen her face. That's... I mean, you have, but you don't have a memory of her. Yeah. So it's, you know, it gets your heart. So I read what she had to say, and she's right. It does seem like nobody cares what happened to her mom. It it really does seem that way. Mm -hmm. And so I really hope that we do this justice. And other than what I've already given you, all of the information from here on comes from the daughter. And she's done her best to verify it, but mistakes do happen. And I believe these to be facts, but we can't be 100% because... You know, I had a, a hard time investigating with the name being so common and the daughter's running into that too. But she yeah. does have the benefit of knowing people that were involved and being able to go from that front. So she's tried to verify everything, but it has been hard for her. Sherry Ann was born April 29th, 1948 to an American mother and a Puerto Rican father. She was placed in an orphanage, possibly in Puerto Rico. Um, I want to pause this right here because on NamUs, it says she's a white female. And um, she, Mm -hmm. the daughter actually believes that her father was Puerto Rican, so she would be a little more dark-skinned. Gotcha. She was then adopted fairly quickly by a couple in the U.S. And a want to say here because I do it it bothers me and I do understand that these are her parents now because they've adopted her it's period you don't need a qualifier on that but I am going to refer to them as her adopted parents just for the sake of keeping the story straight on which set we're talking about gotcha okay when Sherry was a young teen her adoptive parents were both killed in a car accident in California. Oh, my goodness. And she was once again placed in an orphanage. Oh. So this child is born. She's put in an orphanage. She's adopted by all accounts, seemed to have a good life. She's a teenager. Her parents both die. She's back in the orphanage. How tragic. Exactly. There is some evidence that Sherry may have gotten married at the age of 15 in California. This might actually be where the last name Smith comes in instead of it being her maiden name or her adopted name. Mm -hmm. It actually may have been her first husband's name. Oh. So if that's the case then nobody knows what her name was before that. I um, I believe that it's very possible that she did get married at 15. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a way for her to get out of the system. 
and this young man that she married was about 17. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it's very possible that that did happen. And if it did, they got a divorce in 1967 in California. But she kept his last name. Probably. We believe that that is actually where Smith came from, was him and not a name that she had before him. After she found herself, after that, she found herself waiting tables in Tennessee, Georgia, and South Carolina. So she just kind of bounced around um, restaurant to restaurant, just, I guess, whenever the mood hit her or whatever. She just, you know, traveled around. But that's where she was in the late 60s, early 70s. In either... Mm -hmm. December of 69 or January of 70, she also found herself pregnant. In May of 1970, she's five months pregnant, she marries a man named George Wilton Mm -hmm. Jones. He is not the baby's father. She was already pregnant when she met him. Gotcha. But she marries him, and the baby girl is born in September of 1970 they name her Inori after George's mom so it's not his kid but by all accounts he's raising her right they name her after his mom um yeah I don't know what life was like then she doesn't remember but when Inori is almost two Sherry Ann goes missing Mm-hmm. And George, for whatever reason, did not continue to raise her. And she was adopted by some neighbors. And they changed her name. What? And it's odd, what? right? Yeah, this is so odd. Okay. A family member of George's relayed to the daughter that Sherry Ann actually disappeared july 16th of 1972 not september 1st so there's some discrepancies with the right and the the reason that this family member believes that this is when it happened is because she was somewhat involved according to this person sherry ann left her daughter with them for the day so she could go to a movie with her stepson, George's son. Mm. He was about six, okay? Mm. When this lady goes to take Inori home, Sherry's not there, but George is. And she says, hey, where's Sherry Ann? And George says, she got mad and took off. This family member immediately doubted that story because she said that Sherry Ann did not like to leave her daughter in anybody else's care. It was very rare for her to do that. Yeah. Even for just a short time. So there was no way she just left and did not take her baby. Yeah. So immediately this family member is suspicious. And that's why she believes that is actually when Sherry Ann went missing. She took note of the date, and that's what she believes was the last time anybody saw her. Nobody filed a police report. Nobody? Until 2000, 2011, 
the daughter filed one. What? Her husband is like, you know, nobody's filed one. You need to go talk to the police. You need to file a police report. What? So up until that point, the police did not even know she was missing. So you're talking 1973 to 2011. How much evidence, how many witnesses, how many memories All lost. are gone between this time period? Wow. When she goes to talk to the police, though, the police do take the daughter seriously. It's been forever, yeah. though. So there's not, like, a ton to go on. Neighbors have, have moved. I mean, witnesses have died There is just not a lot for the police to go on. But they did start interviewing people that they felt might be connected. And they ran across a story that they heard more than once. And that was that they saw Sherry Ann at the theater. And that George's brother, Roy, had put her in his car. And then drove away, leaving the stepson at the theater. What? So, again, I don't know who is just abandoning yeah. these kids in public places. Maybe it was a thing that was done more often than I had imagined. But, and assumably, you know, George picked him up or somebody picked him up or whatever. But they did hear this story more than once. And there were rumors that George and Roy had killed Sherry and threw her down a well, which they filled in the next day. What? Fast forward all these years later, they actually call out cadaver dogs and they bring them in to search that location and the dogs did hit on a well. What? So they excavated... They excavated the well, but they couldn't find any remains. Now, think about it for a second, because that doesn't necessarily mean that she wasn't in the well. Mm-hmm. You know, the water table in a well is is huge mm-hmm. in most wells. So, you know, it digs down, and then it's like a underground lake. Yeah. So, this is... 40 years later ish if this body has been in that water all that time it's possible there just wasn't a lot left to find I don't know how else to say it yeah so I don't think just because they didn't find her doesn't mean she wasn't there George has just he's uh died so they weren't really able to talk to him. Now, the daughter did talk to him, and she, you know, asked him for pictures, asked him what happened to the mom. He pretty much refused to help her. He said there were no pictures. He did give a picture of of the daughter when she was a baby. He did give her a picture of that, and he gave her her mother's social security card. Other than that, he said, you know, you're not even my kid. I'm not, um, I'm not interested in helping. Wow. And then he has since died. Yeah, he sounds like a great guy. Yeah. Um, That is basically all the information we have on this story, other than the daughter was told 
that shortly before Sherry Ann disappeared, she was seeing a psychiatrist because she was seeking permission to get an abortion. She told the psychiatrist that she could not bring a baby into such a bad circumstance. Mm. And Sherry, Sherry's daughter, was told that George and his family were very much against her getting an, an abortion. And she disappeared eight weeks after this conversation supposedly happened. Huh. So I have my doubts about that story for a couple different reasons. Um, I looked into abortion laws in South Carolina at that time. Mm-hmm. And remember, this is back before Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. So things were different. And as far as I could tell, South Carolina was abortions were only legal in cases of danger to the woman's health in cases of rape or incest or if there was uh, the fetus was likely damaged. Gotcha. So I don't know. I wasn't sure if she would have qualified for an abortion. Mm-hmm. Also, my question is, would anybody have been privy to that conversation? Because I feel like a court order or maybe a death certificate, I'm not positive, would have to be produced. And the daughter did not have her declared dead. The police suggested it, but she did not want to do that because she she truly feels like her mother is no longer around. Mm-hmm. But she feels like if she has her declared dead, it ends everything and nobody will be looking at all. Yeah. And so she doesn't want to do that. So she doesn't have a death certificate. And I just think that doctor-patient privilege would be in place. Yeah. And I don't know who else would have been privy to such a private conversation. And and again, remember, this is back in the 70s. Things like that were kept a lot more private than they are now. There was a lot more shame involved. And... It it just was something that people didn't talk about. Even from the husband so, in that time? Well, according to the story, George did know she wanted an abortion. And he was not happy about it. His family knew. And, and they were not happy about it. That's according to the story. But yeah. she still was seeking one. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm just not sure on who a psychiatrist would have been able to release this information to or if they would have been able to release this information and who else would have known the information to tell the story. Yeah. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Now, one of the family members, she may have discussed it with one of them and they may have been one of, you know, been somebody that was like, you know, she, she told me this before she went missing. That is at all possible. So, um, I got kind of frustrated because I was searching out, because I'm trying to read all these abortion laws from back then, trying to figure out if that was even a thing that she would need permission from a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Kathy actually jumped in and helped me do a little research on it, and she did find a rule that was called Open Secret. Yeah. And basically, that stated that a woman could be approved for an abortion if a psychiatrist deemed that she may be suicidal if the pregnancy was allowed to continue. Mm. 
And so under those circumstances, it is possible that that is what she was doing and that she may have qualified and or at least got a doctor to say that she would. Yeah. For her to be able to get the abortion. So under that rule, it's not out of the question that it happened. If the husband or the family did anything to her, it wouldn't make any sense in the fact that if they didn't want if they didn't want her to kill the baby, if they didn't want her to have an abortion, and they killed her for wanting it while she they was killed pregnant. the baby, so it wouldn't make any sense. Now, if she went ahead and did it right as motive, that does that not make, make sense. sense. Right. So if she got approved, yeah. But if she got approved and she did have the abortion, it is possible that he could have just been enraged and that was the motive. And back then they didn't need no sort of permission slip from the husband or nothing like they do if you want to get your tooth In some or something. states you did. In some states you did. Um, in others you did not. If the psychiatrist deemed that you were suicidal... Mm-hmm. It was legal. Oh. So if she convinced the psychiatrist that she could not bring this baby into this situation. Yeah. She would not have needed anybody else's permission. The psychiatrist's mm-hmm. permission would be enough to have her be able to get the abortion. Gotcha. I feel like we have good reason to believe that we do know what happened to her and that um, we know where she was and, you know, pretty much who was responsible. I feel like, you know, just the fact that those stories were told and then the cadaver dogs did strike on the well on the property. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they're not striking on old groceries or an animal carcass they're very highly trained dogs i think just that in itself does lead a lot of credibility to those stories if you put them with the story about her seeking the abortion and how angry he and his family was about it i don't know that it's out of the question that his brother would have gotten involved and helped him the fact that they did not take out a missing persons report or even tell anybody she was gone and nobody in this community was like hey where's your wife nobody questioned it yeah to me leads me to believe that they were the type of people that you did not question whether they were um somewhat in power in the community or maybe they were you know, the characters that you were like, look, it's best just to let them be. But I personally think it's strange that nobody questioned where she was. Yeah. That even his family members that knew she had gone missing and did not believe that she just left didn't go to the police. That happened Even for a the reason. neighbors that adopted the kid, why didn't they ever go? Right. There is a reason. And that reason has to be, in my opinion, and it is just my opinion, one of two things. Either they, that family was powerful in the, in the community, 
or people were scared of them. That's my, or both. I mean, that's just my opinion. But I I feel like we, you know, kind of know where she is and who was responsible. But remember, this daughter doesn't know anything. She doesn't know who her father is. Yeah. So she would like to have some concrete proof in what happened to her mother. And somebody out there probably does know. And, you know, there are people still alive from that time. Somebody Mm. probably does know. And George is gone. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say Roy's probably gone. I don't know. But at this point, it's probably safe to come forward and say, okay, so this is what happened. Yeah. But also, if anybody knew Sherry Ann from when she was rotating through um, Tennessee, South Carolina, and Georgia when she was waiting tables, they may know who this girl's father is. And they may know if she's got siblings. They may be able to say, hey, you know, my brother was dating a waitress named Sherry Ann. Yeah. Back in that time frame. You know, let me let me get him and ask him if he knows her, you know. So if you know anything about any of it, let us know. Also, if you have information about the actual case, you can contact the Greer Police Department at 864-848-5351. And I'll put the case number and the phone number in the show notes also, along with the one from Shakima. And that way, if anybody does know anything, they can reference the case numbers. Yeah. The only other thing I have is that there were two names that popped up as just being possibly connected to her during those times when she was a waitress. Mm -hmm. And so if any of these are your people, maybe reach out to them, see if they remember anything, see if they know anything, see if they're interested in um, doing a DNA test and seeing if they have a daughter somewhere. But um, these two names are Forrest L. Croft, C-R-O-F-T, and Percy L. Webb, W-E-B-B. So if these are your people, maybe look at them, see what you think. (laughs) So what do you think? Yeah, uh, we we pretty much know what happened to her. It's pretty... uh, yeah glaringly obvious sadly it was so so weird to have because it it really didn't have any information but then also there was like there was a lot of information yeah (laughs) like we've had stories where there was i mean like the one boy that just liked to smoke pot and that's all we knew yeah (laughs) you know and according to her namus this was the same way but you know, her daughter popped up and had information, and she's been digging. She's been working on this for years, and she's starting to have some health problems, and, um, you know, she's not far off my age. She's a little older than me, but she's, you know, we're getting up there, and it would be really nice if she were able to find any siblings or, you know, just anything. Yeah. So, if anybody can help with that, for real. I mean, if you had that brother, uncle, whatever, your daddy got around, and you're like, mm, I do recall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might have a half-sibling out there. You know that um 
all of the people that do 23andMe or Ancestry and then pop up with all these relatives yeah. they did not know about. I, that's scary, isn't it? I mean, yeah, but I know I have some that, ones that I don't know about. Yeah, because, well, I know, but but you do know. <laughs> I do know, but, like, I don't know. Like, you don't know them, but you do know they're there. Yeah. But you know they're, like, they exist. Yeah. But I'm just saying, okay, say I take a 23andMe, right? Mm-hmm. And then it pops up that I've got, like, half-siblings. And then what do you do with that information? Do you bust out with it at Thanksgiving and be like, so, guess what had happened? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you keep it quiet? If I tell any of my siblings, they've got big mouths. Yeah. They're going to immediately go tell because all of them got big mouths. Some of them gossip worse than any old lady you've ever seen in your <laughs> life. I ain't going to name no names, but I feel like we know who. So, <laughs> do you just look your mama in the eye and keep it quiet the whole time? I mean, that's hard. Like, and Honestly, it wouldn't be my father I would be worried about. I would be worried about my grandfather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, what if I've got... All these half aunts and uncles everywhere. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they'd be halves. I don't know what they would be. But, like, what if it was, like, a whole other branch of the family? <laughs> and the that section of family is a little, like, man, I don't want to say crazy. but <laughs> I was just going. They're like wild. This. We'll <laughs> just say they're wild. Yeah, they're wild. So, we'll just say wild. So, do you want to bring, like, more of them into that? Because that's definitely my grandfather's genetics. Because my grandmother was, she was like a saint. She was just, you know, I I guess you romanticize people sometimes. But, man, she was a good woman. Yeah. I can't imagine all that crazy came off her family. Of course, <laughs> some of them actually were little nutballs. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it, it is both of them in a combination. Maybe this other woman would be perfectly sane or whatever and then she's got good genetics it offsets i don't know i'm just saying the whole thing opens up a can of worms that i don't know if i would want could you imagine having that secret and then sitting on it no Mm-mm. i mean but i haven't because you want to tell i found out stale yeah but it's a different thing it's not like people know it's not a literally nobody knows but you you know what i'm saying yeah. Because you'd want to tell somebody. And then you got nobody to tell because who you going to tell? They're all going to tell somebody else. If it was your if it this... was your aunts and uncles, I feel like you would tell. Oh, I would. <laughs> I would. But it would be a whole thing. Oh, my God. It would. Yeah. Because that is such a tumultuous area for that family. And even though my pappy's gone, the whole thing is it's still kind of i don't even know the word it would cause an issue it wouldn't just be like oh well he's gone it would definitely cause an issue it there would be it would be a thing we'll just say it would definitely be a thing i'm in a facebook group called 23 and t yeah and um it is full of people that took a dna test and then it popped up that there was some family secret that their father wasn't their father or you know that they've got relatives and stuff and some of the stories are like 
Oh my goodness, you know, like um, one yeah. of them recently found out like her brother isn't related to her fully. And so she's like, one of us, um, it was the brother, I think, did not, he was a product of an affair. And so um, she was like, you know, was she going to tell or, and do you tell the brother? I, I mean, the know. whole thing, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. You would probably be like, hey, if you, hypothetically, hypothetically, if you were not who you thought you were, would you want to know? And then based on what they say, you say, okay, cool. But people, Here's the information I have. Right, but people always say, yeah, I would want to know. And then they almost never really want to know. I would want to know. Then they get mad because you told or I'm just saying. People say that. Like, oh, yeah, I would want to know. And then somebody tells and then they're like, why would you do that to me? You ruined my whole life. <laughs> People are so dramatic, though, over and then your whole family. People are dramatic. I don't understand. That like, is it wouldn't true. bother me that much. I feel like it doesn't matter. It's not going to change who I go see on Thanksgiving, you know? I think, no, I think it would. You're in a different position, though. So, but like me, my whole life, my father's been my father. If I suddenly find out he's not my father, that's going to have an effect. It's not going to make me love him less, but I'm going to be, I don't know, it's going to have an effect. And I'm definitely going to be know. pissed at my mom. That's dramatic. I don't think that's dramatic. I think it's dramatic. I don't think that's dramatic. I don't. I disagree. You'd be mad at her because of the affair, or you'd be mad at her because she lied? Or just admitted the truth? Yeah. Which one? Both? Yeah, all of that. <laughs> all of that. Yeah, all of that. It's dramatic. <laughs> it's not dramatic. I think it is. I don't know. I guess I'm the oddball so, out because, like, I really, I could care less. Okay, so if Noah found out that Emily wasn't his full sister. Yeah. And he thought she was this entire time. And then he's like, you know, that really bothers me because I thought, you know, we had this same DNA or whatever. You know, I thought that things were this way and they're not. And then, and so he's upset. You're like, that's dramatic? Yes. That is dramatic. It's not, though. It's not going to change any of the memories that you made with her. It's not going to change your relationship you've no, already and built No, and it wouldn't change how he felt about her. No. Yeah, so it, it's dramatic to be like, oh, my God, you don't have the same father as me. That's dramatic. Okay, but she has the father he thought he had. He has a different father he didn't know about. I mean, I could see being so upset So who he thought he that. was isn't who he was. I could see being upset about that. So, but then but you don't think. So, but then you don't think that she would have the right to be upset just because it's not happening to her. Still happening to her brother. I mean, I don't think it's dramatic. I think you're. I think, I think she you're can over. Sympathize, but I don't think she really but has the right. Now all of to be this like, has come okay. out, so holidays are gonna be like super awkward. Because now everybody's at the table and do you discuss it? And I don't know about their yeah. family, but I'm just saying, bring it back to my family. Could you imagine this coming out and then at Thanksgiving? I mean, do you understand what that would be like? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to have my second plate sitting there. Talk about away, drama. Like, oh, oh, I love a good drama at the dinner table. 
Exactly. So talk about the drama because that would be like off the chain, awkward and dramatic if it was my family. Because you know, somebody, first off, somebody's going to make a joke that's inappropriate. Somebody's going to get butt hurt. <laughs> and, and, and ill-timed and somebody else is going to get butt hurt. And it's not Thanksgiving till somebody cries. Yeah. till somebody's being beat yes, under it the would table be a with a willy in their face. I reckon. (laughs) Inside joke, guys. (laughs) Oh, uh, that, that, not that in particular, but um, (laughs) I had gone over to my mother's the other day for something. I cannot remember what. Oh, Mark's birthday. And, um, and we were sitting in the kitchen. We were finishing up dinner fixing it and Adam came in and he man I wish we'd have recorded last week so I could remember what the uh, situation was but he come in and all of a sudden he starts talking about the witch thing yeah about how oh, they left he us listen? with witches Be, he said something no uh-uh yeah. he didn't listen and I kept my mouth shut because I told you I'll be in trouble if my mama hears it because she gets real mad uh. okay so no I remember what it was my mother was making spaghetti, <laughs> and, and he said, did you put sausage in the spaghetti? And she was like, no, it's hamburger meat. And he said, did you cook it? And she was like, yes. And he said, well, I know that you and your father, it's some kind of genetic thing where both of y'all like to put sausage in the sauce uncooked. And then it gives everybody the shits. And I'm like, I don't think, like, maybe I got a stronger stomach or maybe I did not know. Or this is new information to me. Like, I've never seen or heard of this happening. And so I look over at him like, I do not know what you're talking about. And she's like, I've never done that. And he said, your father used to do it all the time. And I'm like, that does not seem like something I recall. Yeah. And I've eaten my grandfather's cooking like a lot. And he actually was a really good cook. And um, and I don't ever remember getting sick. But Adam says this happened. And so my mother goes, what are you smoking? Like, you have a history <laughs> of imagining things. <laughs> and he said, you mean like when I imagined you left us with the witches? <laughs> and I'm like, uh-oh. And so... I'm like, let me think small. Not get involved in this. And she's like, I didn't leave y'all with witches. And I'm like, yes, you did. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm over here like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. And he said, what had happened? What happened? And he looks at me. And I'm like, so what? It, I'm not saying that you thought they were witches, but I am saying that for years you said, I never left you with them. And then you, all of a sudden, years later, like, okay, well, maybe I did that one time. That did happen. (laughs) And I'm like, so it, it did validate because this whole time we had been saying it happened and you said it didn't. And then all of a sudden you were like, okay, well, it did happen. And she said, are you smoking the same thing he's smoking? (laughs) And I'm like, 
But we did have that conversation and you did say, okay, I did leave y'all with them that one year on Halloween and we went and did this, this, and this. And then you did throw in afterwards how they would go do exorcisms with the church. I'm just saying what we were led to believe was absolutely nuts is looking like a little less woo-woo conspiracy theory and a little more like that could be facts. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And uh, he's like, because it is facts. It is facts. (laughs) And she's like, you're crazy. (laughs) And then I'm over there. And I opened my mouth for a split second and was like, I was going to say, we just did a podcast on that. And then I was like, "Mm, no, because I (laughs) will be in so much. She will be so like, you told, you told everybody I left you with witches. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like. That's a fight I do not need in my life right here before the holidays. So just shh, zip it. <laughs> so I just sat back and was like, I let them finish their argument about the um, spaghetti sauce with raw sausage. Yeah. <laughs> and lived my life. So weird. So that's what had happened there. I know. It was so weird it came out of the clear blue. But I was like, I looked at him because I was like, did he listen? Please don't rat me out to her. <laughs> and then he ain't say nothing about it and I was like no he definitely would have ratted me out if he had listened oh you think so so yeah he'd have ratted me out man you know how my brothers are yeah they always be trying to rat people out <laughs> be ratting people out and then chuckling about it like they don't know snitches get stitches laughing at people about stuff no <laughs> and nobody's had any good drama I think that's why we can't remember Christmas last year is because I don't think there was no drama Mm-mm. or anything well because we waited so long I think long. it was like a quiet Christmas for once yeah we waited so long for Christmas but I don't even remember having Christmas with my parents like I don't I literally do not remember any of it um I remember I don't and then I asked Zane and he was like oh I don't remember and I'm like what was that? Ooh. Hey, if I get murdered, mm-hmm. you call the 911, all right? All right. What happened? I'm here alone. What? I don't know. I'm here alone, and there was like a clonk, like something fell or somebody stomped. Mm. And both the dogs looked up. Strange. And now I'm wondering if the front door locked. I sure hope so. It was a quiet Christmas last year. Oh, nice. Um, Sawyer was just born. And, yeah, and Melanie, I know Melanie and Kayla were there. And I don't think Zane was there. I don't know. I asked and nobody knew. And then I asked um, Zane's father. And he did not know. And then he was like, I don't care. Just decide which holiday. And I was like cool you can have him for christmas because i'm like we're not gonna do christmas on christmas anyway because i'm sure y'all don't want to do christmas with Cade and then have to rush to do it with us and then have to rush to do it with whoever else and then my family and all of that so i'm like we're not gonna do it on christmas anyway we'll do it afterwards yeah so i'll just get him then and this way i've got him for thanksgiving and um for Billy's family's Thanksgiving and for um, ours and for family Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, I'm like, that's that's better anyway for me. But, 
What are you making for Thanksgiving's? Oh, Lord, do not get me started on this whole thing. I saw your did message. Did you not see the whole sweet potato debacle? I did, and I was like, that was a little dramatic. What happened? <laughs> I don't want to say it on here because people might listen. <laughs> Adam's a secret One day listener. And be like, <laughs> I know, and then he'll bust out with, well, that was messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that sometimes people give you a food to bring and you bring the same food every year and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, don't bring that. And then it's like, so my that ain't no good? I mean, <coughs> I done brought it every year and ain't nobody complain, but all of a sudden you don't want me to bring that? <laughs> and so, um, so I had got butt hurt. Because they were like, uh, oh, somebody else is going to bring that. And I was like, then I won't bring nothing. But I I did bring myself in because I wanted to throw another family member. What was that? You good? Ooh, no, I got to go investigate. Hold up. Take me with you. Legit, it sounded like something growled. Growled? No, if I can't. Yeah, let me unplug. Okay. It sound like a growl. So now I gotta go investigate. Cause both my dogs looked at the door like, what the hell was that? Hello. No, don't do that. That scared the shit out of me for real. <laughs> I don't. I almost dropped my computer. <laughs> Asshole. Listen, I was over here doing what people do in horror movies that makes me go, why the hell are you doing that? Whose room was that? That was creepy. Not uh, really. Melanie's. But um, I had put some of my... When I was putting up the Halloween stuff, I didn't put up the um, the bodies, like the f- frames for bodies and yeah. the mannequin heads. I didn't put them up because... I was like, I might build an elf because I want to do a whole thing and build an elf. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to put them up. So I stuck them in her room to get them out of the way. And when I opened the door, all the mannequin heads are sitting there looking at me. And I'm like, that. Okay, but like, what is that behind you? That is creepy Where? looking. Oh, that? Right behind you. Yeah. What is that? That's a pumpkin. Oh. You can't see my light is good here. See, hold it up, looks like up. a like a head. It's a uh, snowman on one side and a stack of pumpkins on the other. Oh, okay. We did it at that painting place. Yeah, okay, I remember that one. All right, y'all get ready. It looks creepy. Just sitting on your shoulder. Yeah. You know, I got them to cut off my light at the street light for my decoration so my yeah. lights <laughs> and so it's look how dark <laughs> it's like Jeez. pitch black out here I know anyway back to the Thanksgiving thing so I had wanted to call out another family member that didn't have anything to do with any of it and be like I'm gonna be like this person and never bring anything but I was like that would be wrong I know who you're talking about <laughs> and so I was like I'm not gonna do that Cause this person they got bowling shit to, do to bring something this year. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I chuckled over it. <laughs> but, uh, but in any case, other so than I plates was like, and napkins. Right. 
So I was like, uh, I don't know. I was just like, I, tell, I got butt hurt. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, then I just won't bring nothing. But I was still going to bring something. I ain't really mean it. I yeah. just was uh, being mean about it. And then nobody said anything, and it's still sitting there. I think it's the last thing that ever got said. <laughs> Uh-uh, I never respond in that group. <laughs> so, um, but then I got a phone call, and then I was told um, this the person that was supposed to take that dish wanted me to do it. And I was like, no, that's cool. I was told you doing it. And they're like, no, this is why. And uh, I was like, okay. And then they started all and told me to do a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> And they were like, can you do this? Can you do that? And then I was like, oh, hold up. <laughs> this had, uh, my little temper tantrum had backfired <laughs> stupendously. Because now all of a sudden they want me to bring all kinds of stuff. So I was like, yeah. uh, I'm going to leave that be. So what are you making for Billy's family? Uh, sweet potatoes. Gotcha. I'm making sweet mashed potato potatoes. casserole for his family. Yeah, I'm making them for both because I was just like, they liked my mashed potatoes last year, so I figured I'd just go ahead and do that. I don't know. Speaking um, of potatoes, since I'm sick, I was going to try that thing where you put a slice of potato in your sock while you're sleeping, and then it pulls out all your toxins and see if it is works. Is it a potato or an onion? It's both. But I You're saw gonna do one on better. each foot. Do one I mean, on I each foot and see that. which one feels I better. I just didn't want onion feet. Oh, you got onion feet regardless. Smell like some Frito chips. My feet don't stink. My smell feet don't like stink here. No, I'm good. And then for family Thanksgiving, I don't know what I'm bringing. So I had this genius plan to make mm-hmm. um some stuff that like I haven't made but like I've seen and I was like oh that's interesting and then Billy looked at me yeah. like I was retarded he did not like my plan why I don't know he, uh, so he's wanting Thanksgiving I'm, food cause I told no, Randy cause not cause they're not to doing Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving food. food no I wanted to okay. make like a um like what I'm making is a pineapple casserole yeah ooh with the cheese yeah. He was oh like, my god, Ugh. that's my favorite thing. Noah's Aunt Teresa makes that for their Christmas, and it is so good. It's like au gratin uh, pineapples or something. Right. I think that's what she calls it. It is so good. It is my favorite thing at their Christmas. It is See? my favorite. He was like, eh. It is delicious. That's what I'm it thinking. It is so, so I'm like, I'm good. Make that. And you wouldn't think it's good, but it's so good. And I'm going to make a, a corn pudding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to make a... a well, I'm going to make no-bake pies because, you know, I always do those. I'm still going to do that. And then I found yeah. a recipe for a caramel walnut pie. And I was like, that Ooh. sounds good. I'm going to do that. And then... um. Oh, those chicken lollipops that Billy made. Oh, yeah. He wants yeah. to do those again. And so I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then I'm going to bring tea because I don't know if anybody else has thought about drinks. Yeah. 
Randy so that's is what gonna I'm doing. bring um she's gonna bring little smokies. Right. But I haven't decided what I was gonna bring yet. I don't know, because I'm like, uh, just being like potluck and leaving it up in the air, it can go so many different ways with all the people that, that we it's have. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, I agree. And then um, I got the, I put on the list to bring cards and spoons. I got, um, I don't know if you can see these flies. Mm-hmm. You know how I um, keep getting flies and I get them like twice a year the flies like go crazy at my house right and so i was like it has something to do with what the farmer is doing but i don't know what yeah so um the other day they had um well the other month they had a town hall meeting which obviously i did not know about in time to attend and um apparently some company is selling this sludge to farmers not selling it to them is paying them to take it and they it's some kind of um byproduct of whatever they're manufacturing and so they're paying them to take it and the farmers are spreading it on their fields and they're um like putting it on their hay fields and stuff so their cows are eating it and all of that and uh you know, they did the same thing in Washington, and then they had runoff, and it killed a bunch of fish and stuff. And so, when people were complaining about it, they started talking about the flies. And I had said this mm-hmm. year, because usually the flies come twice a year, it definitely has something to do with the field, because it's when they plow. And so mm-hmm. it definitely has something to do with that, but I didn't know what. But this year, the flies have been ridiculous. And so I was like, um, I don't know what's going on with the flies all year. And so then I looked, yeah. and people were complaining about the flies. And this guy took, and he wrapped his, um, like a wagon, like a, mm. not a wagon, like a trailer, like a pull-behind trailer for a tractor yeah. or more. And he wrapped it with inside-out contact paper, so the sticky side was out. And he took yeah. his tractor and he pulled it through the fields and um, around mm-hmm. his house. And he brought it back. And I'm telling you, that paper was white when he put it on, and it was just black. He said it sat out there. Um, wow. He pulled it through a couple times and then he just sat it. And he said it sat for like um, like six hours and it was completely covered with flies. Oh my and goodness. And he's like, you know, whatever it is, we can't even use our yard because there's so many flies. And that's how it is here now. Whenever you open the door, a mm. hundred flies will fly in. Yes, every and time so, I go to like your yesterday, house. yesterday, and it was real cold. Yeah, but when you open the door to get out of your car, they get in your car also. So I always take right. flies home with me. And it's legit. Like, um, if you walk out into the front yard and just sit, mm-hmm. it, flies are just swarming. Like, you can sit, and they're just swarming everywhere. It's ridiculous. But yesterday, I opened the door to let the dogs out, and legitimately a hundred flies flew in the door i mean they were hitting me in my face and stuff like they were sitting outside waiting on me to open the door and they invaded and now they're in my house and 
I mean, I'm like, this is crazy. Zane got out there the other week with one of those electric fly swatters, and he just, mm-hmm. like, popping them all around the yard. I've literally gone out and fly sprayed my front porch and um, around my steps and everything in the yard to try to get rid of the flies because we can't go out and, and use our yard right now. Yeah. They're just, it's crazy. Wow. So people are like um, that they needed to file a lawsuit or whatever that, you know, mm. but they're asked, but the farmers are like, oh, it's nothing. It's just fertilizer. But they're like, so let somebody test it. And then the farmers refused. And so I'm like, well, that's shady. Because if it's fertilizer, I mean, you know, you know what's in that. So why aren't you letting anybody test it? Yeah. It's a whole thing. It was like a whole dramatic Facebook fight and all of this. And I'm like, man, I was starting to think, what is happening at my house that I've got all these flies and I cannot figure out what? Yeah. And, you know, um, we went and, like... We got rid of all the dog poop and all of that just to make sure it wasn't that. But it's, no, it's whatever they're putting on that field. How crazy. So, it's crazy. I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all. Mm-mm. And so, I don't know, I'm having a hard time getting myself into, like, decorating and everything. Because usually oh, I've got, I got something my stuff up out. Because I want to light it. Well, I want to light it on Thanksgiving. And I legit my haven't done anything. Lit. Most of no. my stuff is lit. I wanted to light it on Thanksgiving. But I think I might decorate some tomorrow. And Zane's supposed to come back on Wednesday and help me decorate. So hopefully yeah. I'll get it done. But He's out of school. And I got, uh, he's out this week. Oh, I thought they only get like the day before And I got those mannequins. No, he's got all week. Mm-hmm. I've got those mannequins. And, um, you know, I'm doing Cousin Eddie with one. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing an angel with the other. I started on my angel wings, but I'm not finished. But they're looking pretty good. Ooh, and, I'm uh, excited. But I had to move those into my bedroom to keep, because I was scared um, the dogs would step on the dresses and stuff or knock them over and bust them, because now they are. Yeah. And so they've been in my bedroom, and it's creepy because at night you'll like wake up and the mannequins are standing there. And every time I go in my bedroom, they're in a different position. And I assume somebody's Ooh. just moving them to get to stuff. That's what I keep saying, but I don't know why. And keep oh, telling yourself that. For a little while, I thought that, um, that they were having a thing because they were like close and they were facing each other and it looked like they had their hands touching each other and I was like oh look they're in love and now I'm like now they're facing my bed and I'm like that's disturbing so yeah not thrilled with that Mm-mm. yeah and tonight nobody else is home <laughs> <laughs> And you're hearing strange noises. <laughs> I know right now. I'm Did you check stuff the mannequins? And and stuff. I, I peeked at them, yeah, and I opened my bedroom door to get some air in there. But uh, it looks like they're still facing my bed like they were this morning. So. Man, if I didn't live so far away, I'd sneak in and move them really close to your bed. Don't sneak Tonight. in my house. You're going to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> no. They gonna get, get moved to your out living to the uh, camper. I can get to your living room before the dogs ever hear me. 
No, they hear you in the yard, and then they get bored because it takes you so long to get out of the car and come in. They get bored with barking, but they do alert us that you pulled up. Mm. Sorry, it takes but me then so they long to let get my you baby out of the car. I'm just saying, the dogs get bored, and they're like, we'll bark when she gets in here, because she's taking forever. That's what they said. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it. That was what Dex and Dandy said. Okay. I was like, Dex, Dandy, that's rude. But they were like, I mean, it's true, though, Mama. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I reckon we're doing. Yeah, we're We had drunk on time. for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure 90% of that can get cut out anyway. Oh, yeah. A bunch of it can. All right. So, we hope you enjoyed our stories. And we will... Um, I'm going to say hopefully be back next week. This is a busy time of year for both of us, and it's uh, mm-hmm. it's been hard to get it together. So we're going to try, but if not, it'll be the week after or whenever we get back, you'll live. Anyway, uh, like, rate and review us and share us with someone named Adam born in November. Adam wasn't born in November, so. No, I said that before you, I said that before you did that. It was just a delay. Uh Okay, then. (laughs) (laughs) You can do either, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, we hope to see y'all back next week. Bye. Bye!